For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's just so Pete. <laughs> With the shades on and the hands above the head, pointing, you know, first down because we got the turnover. <laughs> Most Pete Carroll photograph of all time. Pete Carroll oh, did man. Pete Carroll thing. Yeah, in the middle of a huddle, a scrum with no pads. <laughs> just a big old smile, some sunglasses, and, yeah. and definitely a pack of gum. Oh yeah, a whole pack in in his mouth at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Does he switch it at the quarter? Wait, we're going right, producer Courtney, producer Katie. We're going right. Okay, good. They, I got the thumbs up. Does he Lofa? You you worked with the man. Does he change it at the quarter? Is it every series? Does he have a system? I don't even know if he changes. I think he just adds to it. Like, <laughs> it just becomes like big league chew eventually, right? Just a big. Ew. <laughs> big wad of gum I, I, I seriously no i've never seen him like throw a piece out i just see him like unravel and put a new stick of gum in oh no like, he oh he's throwing a piece out i've seen him during the game like something he's throwing a piece out when when we've done something he doesn't like he'll reach in there oh okay yeah 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 it's like his um like remember how spurrier used to throw his visor like, yeah he, he throws gum he throws gum <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's got to have a, a a gum sponsor by now, right? I would oh, imagine. I so. Yeah, probably. I wonder what he does rock with. Does he go with the big league chew? Does he go with just bubblicious? I don't know, man. We we do have an assortment right there at the equipment desk. Like there's just a everything you can imagine. Trident, everything. Is it uh, like the little? Oh, really? Okay, so it's not just those little like the the oh, chalky like regular wintergreen spearmint uh, mint. Oh. Wow. They got uh, Big Red. They do have some cinnamon. Uh, So, yeah, whatever you want. Dirty mouth. Clean it Uh, up. Bazooka. I think I saw some bazooka there. Oh, bazooka. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'll work on the jawline now. If if, if that's what he's going for. I mean, that and, like, boxers, I think, chew bazooka so they don't get their teeth knocked out. Yeah, that stuff is – it's kind of hard. You can fill potholes with that. This is not yeah. what I was talking about in the cold open. I was going to ask about the Mariners. I was going to ask about the Kraken. Oh, man. You you know, know. Why are you always going sad on me, man? No, not well, not to be sad, but I mean, I, I was going to ask if you got wrapped up in all the Mariners stuff over the weekend, because I did, even being down here in L.A., you know. How yeah. was it for you locally? The world did, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, we, we just fell short. I almost feel like we go through this every couple of years. Um, we we do just enough to miss. We get all excited. And then now we're all talking about, oh, but wait till next year. Just I wait know. till next year. I know. I know. And then the next year will come and uh, we'll be way out of it by, by all-star break as usual. And then Look, uh, I mean, we'll I, claw I, our way back in to a photo guys- finish. You guys know I'm like the biggest Seattle sports fan ever, so understand where this is coming from. It comes with love, but as a guy who's now lived in New York and now L.A., 
uh, with these baseball teams, they're always good. They're perennially like at least in the mix, but they also have fans there all the time who support them and sell out like every game. I know baseball is like 162 games, but Dodger games are sold out like all the time. Game 47 is sold out, you know, and I'm, I know that Seattle's never going to be a sellout all the time, but how about we start getting more people in there before the last three games of the season, and maybe these guys will have someone to play for, guys. Maybe that'll rally. That'll yeah, rally them. a little support all season long would be nice, you know? Yeah. That's I know. It. Well, yeah, because you can't even blame the weather anymore now that that can open and close. The, yeah, uh, they got the roof. Yeah, man. Yeah, Come on. Support uh, speaking of new teams, the Kraken destroying the rest of the NHL in the preseason. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to that, but – the Kraken are coming, and uh, I have a podcast here on Believe, release the show about the Kraken. So selfishly, I'm going to promote that. But um, but the Kraken are playing good hockey, man. I think we're going to have a really fun team to root for up there. So, you know. It's preseason. All right, whatever. You know how I feel about preseason. All right. Well, whatever. They're playing good. Let's start our show, shall we? Theme Absolutely. Song. Going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's Lofa. My player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 540 down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. The podcast on the Believe NFL Network and TV. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Shout out to Brinks.tv and the Believe Network for hosting the podcast and helping us uh, look pretty in the videos and all this stuff here. Shout out to them. I'm Seahawks superfan Brett Davern. He is Seahawks legend and all-pro linebacker Lofa Tatupu. Buddy, you ready to do the show? Oh, yeah, let's do it. All right, well, let's check in on a few things first. So we got the final score prediction challenge that happens over on Instagram. Every single game day for Seahawks games, we put up a graphic and ask you guys to predict the final outcome of the game. And it got close this week, Lofa. People, woo! People almost had to shell out a jersey. Man, a couple of jerseys. There was a couple different 27 to 20 entries in there, and I was sweating bullets. That there was was one that was off by an extra point. I think it was my boy Brian Agsonod. Brian, if you're listening, you're so close. Yeah, shout out. I mean, geez. So that's that's a lot of fun over there. So uh, this coming Sunday, or whenever the C, or no, sorry, this Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah, whenever the Seahawks play on game day. So note to intern Brian, it's earlier this week. Yeah, uh, shout when out we to Brian. That graphic, yeah, shout out intern Brian. All the Brian's. When we put that graphic up, uh, leave us your prediction there, and you could win an official Seahawks jersey if you nail the prediction. Um, also, hit us up on the email, seahawkspod at gmail.com. I love reading your emails. If you have questions or comments or anything you want to hear Lofa or I speak about directly, let us know at the email address, seahawkspod at gmail.com. And also, as always, follow us on all social medias at Believe in Seahawks. All right, Lofa. So 
the Seahawks finally played well in the second half. This time, the first at, uh, half was the issue. <laughs> for that. Uh, and uh, but and but hey, look, it's been ten years since they lost three in a row. It hasn't happened since 2011, and it's it wasn't going to happen on Russell Wilson's watch this last weekend. They came out of Santa Clara with a victory, um, but albeit sort of ugly. Uh, before we really get into it, let me talk about our sponsor, Bet Online. Dot ag the best place to put your online wagers go to betonline.ag or use uh, their handy app check out betonline in any app store download it sign up use our promo code i'm not sure what this one was did we switch it <laughs> it's back to believe i'm sorry oh my god you're giving me a heads up man was that in the rundown no well yeah, but it, it, I don't think I've changed it in the rundown for like 12 weeks. So it's, this is my fault. Unbelievable. This, this is like, B-L-E-A-V. This is like the coach takes the response. Like you guys lost the game. You know, we all lost the game, but I'm going to take the responsibility. Okay. This one's on me. All right. Don't put it on you. Player. This one's on me. Okay. You can't just throw it to me without telling me what, <laughs> what it is. Well, I mean, I can. It just it, it didn't go very well. That's all. Uh, the Seahawks odds this weekend, uh, or sorry, on Thursday, I keep doing that, but uh, coming up against the Rams, the early odds are out. Uh, the Rams are minus one and a half at Seattle with a 54 point over under. So get on to betonline.ag and get those early odds, everybody. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts onto the game lofa uh we win our first divisional matchup of the year and that in itself is a huge headline and a big deal yeah you can come out of there with that loss you know it's like was it a must win <laughs> you needed it man because now we're facing um what i believe is the second possibly the second strongest team in the division right uh if, yeah. if it's not us because right now arizona looks like they're running away with it but um you know, we did enough to win. It was a little ugly at times, but um, won the turnover battle. There's a lot of things to be excited about. And uh, you finally controlled some clock, which, yeah. you know, even though we were up there at 75 plays again, you don't like seeing that. Defense did get off the field when they needed to. Um, we had some turnovers, and um, it was pretty evenly in terms of time of possession. I think it was like 31 to 29 or some, something. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're, I'm gonna be yeah. Tired. And we'll get into the specifics here. I, but for me, it's just it's just that thing about the division, the first game in the division. I mean, we were on some shaky ground coming in at one and two, you know, going on the road. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, you know, I told you guys on the show last week, I was so nervous for this game. And like you just said, it wasn't a must win, but it was a got to have it. You have to win that game. So it's a good thing they came out of there with a win. Um, Let's talk about some specifics, though. So Russell uh, got solid as the game went along, but, man, was it a slow start. He ends up uh, 16 of 23 for 149 yards and two touchdowns. No picks again. I think he's setting or or close to setting some sort of record for passer rating through the first four games or something like that. Um, but, I mean, Lofa, they didn't get a first down until late in the second quarter, um, and they almost played 26 minutes of game time without a first down offensively to start out the game. So Wait, Yeah, you looked up after the first quarter. We had negative yeah. nine yards. That was a little yeah. concerning. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, 
think I texted you as much. Thing. Like, where do you want to start with this? You want to start with the slow start? Or you want to start with this play, this picture we're looking at right here on our screen of like when things turned around and he became the Russ of old sort of, where do you want to start? We can start right there because that's okay. when our offense did actually start when he started running the ball. Um, and that's the yeah. thing when you, when they have to commit another defender or even like start thinking about, okay, we can't, we can't, you know, flood the zones we can't rush you know all the time because he can make us miss and, and now he's using his legs and now that coverage starts creeping up and i was expecting to see a couple deep shots um you know after after that you know the the famous moon ball that, that you like to talk about yeah. but it didn't come out um but he did incredibly efficient and uh did what he had to do to get the win yeah totally i mean look i the second i saw him him take off with this one this this the td one the td run um and russell wilson stretching for a pylon like wh- what year is it and i just i got so fired up man i was off the couch like i yeah. let's go you know and so was he and so was the team and you're exactly right I and mean, we're calling for it all the time on this show he needs to run sometimes he and also the way he ran that he was not going to be denied the no, goal was, and that fiery Russell Wilson. I yeah. mean, we need to see it all the time. You know, it's not, can you speak on this a little? Cause it's not like he's not fiery sometimes, but it's not this Russell all the time. Is it? No, I know it's, um, you know, it, it, it happens. Quarterbacks, you know, they, they don't want to run the ball. Like no quarterback wants to run the ball. They want to throw it. They want to throw it 50 times. They want to have 500 yards passing None of them, they don't want to run the ball. But um, the ones that win, like even Mahomes, when nothing's there, what does he do? He takes off for a first down. He has a lot of, you know, yards that um, gets the offense going, right? Because now, okay, we got to keep him in the pocket. Now the rush slows down a little bit because they were teeing off on Russ to start the game. Absolutely. Um, you know, Bosa, D Ford, I think he had a couple. Um, and so – that I was excited to see Russ, you know, not run for his life, but get out of the pocket and then, you know, just start creating things and giving them something to think about going forward. And, and not look and, to go out of bounds either, though. You no, know, he looked aggressive. I mean, he's he saw that corner and he, he was not going to be denied. He's hitting the gas, man. Like yeah. it wasn't like jogging and getting ready to, you know, take a, a slide. You know, it was like, okay, no, I'm going to the end zone. And then that leaked over until when we got that next turnover. The just vintage Russ spinning out of the sack, you know, like guys got him dead to rights, gets out of it, you know, runs away from another guy who comes through almost got free and then throws a strike to Freddie Swain. It was like, throws throw strike to Freddie Swain in like triple coverage too. Yeah, it was incredible. Three red jerseys, one white Jersey Russ. I mean, he just, I mean, fires it in there. And like, Dude, like I all you know, you guys know I'm, I don't want to be a homer all the time. I I'm, I'm rough on Russ every once in a while, but he's a starting quarterback. That's you know, yeah. you, that's how it goes. But man, that second half, that that's what we need right there. It was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. he played great. Um, Russell Wilson, uh, we'll stick with him for a second here. Quickest to 100 wins all time. Um, Adam Schefter put a tweet out there, uh, kind of that had the list on there. I. I mean, he's ahead of every big name: Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Quickest, uh, fastest. Is that, is that good? Any of them. So, I mean, is that a big deal? Yeah, that's a lot of wins, man. Those are a lot. Look at those names. There's, there it is. Um, yeah. Peyton, Brady, Roethlisberger, Favre, Kelly, Ryan, Dan Marino. I mean, yeah, man. Uh, a lot of those guys are going to be in Canton, you know, if they're not already. So. 
I think that yeah. bodes well for Russ and uh, just incredible what him, John, Pete, what they've been able to do and sustain over, you know, his first 10 seasons. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so what does this mean though? It is, is this, he's ahead of Tom Brady. Like how many can he get to? He's at a hundred right now. What, and, and how many more with the Seahawks? Oh, I mean, we'll see. That remains to be seen. You know, health, you know, that 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 plays into it. And so, which is uh, also why you don't always want your quarterback running. Uh, but, um, you know, we'll see. He, he takes care of himself. He looks the best he's looked, uh, I think, this this year in year 10, you know, since since he came into the league. And, um, and so we'll see. Okay, well, so from really good things going on, but now let's get a little critical because uh, it, it wasn't the prettiest game, especially offensively in the first half. And look, run the damn ball. Can we? Run no. the ball. I don't understand this. Like, it's, it's you know, Carson, or uh, sorry, Collins looked good again on his one touchdown run there, right? Shifty, that yeah. was in the second half, though, when we had finally gotten things going. But if you look around, I mean, we had 105 yards rushing as a team. You know, yeah. uh, uh, Carson, 13 carries for 30. Collins, 10 for 44. Russ had 26 on four carries, you know. So, I, when are we going to commit? Yeah, I know, because um, it opens up the, the playbook for, for Russ if, if we do. And, uh, you know, it wasn't – I'm just glad we had volume there, right? <clears throat> it wasn't the sexiest uh, stat line when you're looking at, you know, yards per carry and everything that compared to, like, you know, Carson having seven yards of carry, eight yards of carry last last game in the first half. But um, it's just showing a commitment and, you know, getting after it. And, like, that's what we need to do. And I, the only thing that bothers me, is about run, bothers me about the run game, the shotgun run game, is that Russ never keeps the ball. He doesn't anymore. No. Yeah. Well, so, like you, know, well, you know, you know how easy that is to play. If you're like that, the biggest thing with the read option, um, going back to RG three cap Russ, you know, all the young guys in 2012, uh, 11, 12, 13 is they're a threat to keep the ball and get outside the corner. And then, I mean, Russ used to rip off 50 yard runs. I remember like his rookie yeah. year against Buffalo and, you know, a yep. couple of, and then off of that, guess what comes? play action pass and like so if they're back there in shotgun offset running back and it's just it's not even an option it's just a handoff that is the easiest play to play and that's why we're not having a lot of success with that um but then also the styles of the two running backs if we're going to do that go that route that's got to be alex collins he's more of the read option he knows where to hit it if you want to go downhill give it to that savage chris carson who was just going to run through d lineman you know with the, the, the linebackers. I mean, there's nobody wants to step in front of that guy. Well, I, I don't know if you were watching. I, I had red zone on this weekend also, and I was watching, uh, I think it was the Bills, right? Josh Allen. Uh, they ran a, I don't think it was a two point conversion. It was right down there on the goal line where he, he kind of does that read option look right. Then he keeps it. Then sucks up the defensive end. Like, like he's going to run then right, right before. And just a little jump pass. To yeah, a little... wide open guy in the corner. I mean, it opens up everything. Yeah. And right as I saw that play by the Bills, I thought, man, I wish I could record this and send it to the Seahawks. <laughs> Just be like, <laughs> run this. Because it was wide open. Wide and open. I mean, even the commentators well, just like, wow. Like, that well, was so easy because of the defense committing to first the run, then to the quarterback, 
and it just leaves everything open on the back end for that. And right before that, he had a run. He had a, a bootleg run or throw option. And I thought he made the right decision because you put it in the air and it stops the clock. I mean, they were up it was like 38 to nothing. And so it's like, yo, I mean, he went for it. He dove. But you have the option to do either. And, I mean, I think that's, that's really what we're talking about is, like, don't be so one-dimensional. Um, you know, give them some things to game plan around. Yeah, well, we're going to need it, right? Because, I mean – we, we're going to kind of need everything we've got this season, I think. And Russell yeah. Wilson is a threat offensively, not just with his arm and throwing the ball, but with running it. And we're going to need that. Um, yeah. As a- but I'm just saying, like, even even if we don't get any yardage, if Russ keeps the ball, I'm not going to be mad, you know, as long as he just gets out of harm's way, you know, even if he slides for a loss of one. I don't give a shit. It's just going to open up the playbook. And like make them actually play it honest. The DN can't just crash down on the running back, yeah, and and smoke the running back in the backfield, like which. Oh, and look, we'll get into it later in the week on our preview for the Rams. But like you know, we're playing against Aaron Donald coming up, like a stout Rams defensive line. Yeah. So we're gonna we're going to need to commit to running the ball. That's the thing, and like stick with it, even if it's not working. To your point, um, speaking of. Uh, I don't know, defense and, 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 and the other side of the ball and, and balance offense and defense it has to be balanced, right? Lofa. How about balance seven? Yeah. There you go. Balance seven.com. Everybody, our wonderful sponsor. You got to get your pH aligned, your alkaline all together and be uh, sorry. Balance seven is a drink that helps you do that. Go to balance seven.com. Use our promo code. It's the one, you know, believe, B-L-E-A-V. For uh, certain discounts and uh, welcome bonuses and things like that. It also, I think you get $10 off of a 32-ounce bottle of Balance 7, which uh, that 32-ounce bottle lasts 10 days, which is the perfect amount of time to start feeling the pH balance, Balance 7 going to work. So go to Balance7.com and check them out. Uh, Lofa, the defensive side of the ball, how did the defense look? Well, Brett, I'm glad you asked. Mm -hmm. Um, we looked okay. I mean, you yeah. don't like you don't like giving up almost 500 yards. That's, no. that's not ideal. Uh, but we had the stops that we needed to make. Two of 14. Um, I believe they were on third down. That's huge. Uh, big turnover. Um, which that's what I've been asking for lately. Yeah. I need yeah. we need some turnovers. We want to get off the field. Third downs and turnovers. Is how you going to do it? So. Um, yeah, again, like you look at the stats and you kind of like, oh, man, if you didn't know the score or watch the game, you're like, man, it was probably an ugly day. But um, shout out to the Niners for not running the ball because uh, <laughs> Trey Summer was averaging five yards, I think. Yeah, we're getting run on, man. I mean, let's talk about that. I don't even have it here in the notes, but just our run defense this year is not as stout as it's been in years past. It's a question mark for me and for a lot of fans. What about you? Yeah, you know, and – I think last year's run stats were a little skewed because everybody was having so much success in the passing game, right? They were like, why do we even try to run if we're just getting, you know, eight, 10 yards a catch? Um, but I really, it's it's looking to me like the scheme is a tough, you know, with, with the five, the stick defense where you got like pretty much five D linemen, the DNs and then the, the nose and the two, three techniques. And it's, it's not very decisive or clear for where Bobby, Jordan, Jamal need to shoot gaps. Yeah, I think they're really guessing half the time because it's not defined, clearly defined that like, hey, when you had the 4-3, when KJ was here, and even 
even if we we did have uh, that one series, we went to four three. If if they do run, like those lanes are you know developed, and you know which gaps you have and who you're working in tandem with. Right now, I don't I don't see that um, that kind of chemistry, and uh, it's tough, you know. Well, you called for it. You texted me. You said, "There's the four three. I was asking for it, and it worked. And yeah, my three question, and out. <laughs> well, my question to you would be like, if if Pete Carroll is has been Pete Carroll the whole time. I mean. I, he, he's been our coach for how long now? I mean, it's not like there's some other guy wearing a Pete Carroll mask. It's still Pete Carroll, right? And Ken Norton uh, Jr., he's been with Pete forever. Uh, why do we keep ch- changing things around and, and doing different things? Why don't we just run with the Seahawks run and it has worked in the past? I don't even know why experiment in the first place. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we looked – we finished strong last year, which is why we're still in this – why we made the the switch to this defense uh, as our, our base package or our home defense. Like we just, um, what we're going to run if, uh, if, if we expect the run and for whatever reason, I don't know if people have figured it out. I don't know if, you know, the personnel, but I mean, we're not owning the line of scrimmage the way we did last year. And yeah. that is causing problems at the second level. Yeah. Well, speaking of the second level, we tried some new guys out. Uh, in those DB positions that we here on this show, if you've been listening to this show, we've been calling for some of these guys. Sidney Jones kind of saw, you know, his first big game action or a lot of game action, I mean. And then uh, Ryan Neal, I mean, four tackles, uh, a couple on third down to prevent first downs and then a big pass breakup on third down. Ryan Neal playing great. Yeah, and I mean, this is a guy – He's been here the whole time, and he's been healthy. Why haven't we seen him? I mean, the guy's just a competitor. And if you watched uh, Pete's press conference after, he talked about some of the guys that we've had in years past. Richard Sherman. Um, I think Cam was brought up, but uh, Deshaun Shedd. Um, guys that seemingly came out of nowhere and were dominant because of the way they compete. Even Doug Baldwin was, was thrown in there. Because that's the tenacity that they, you know, that Ryan Neal plays with. And um, you can't keep a guy like that off the field. That's a lot of heart and soul, like, that you could be using out there to, I mean, he got off the, the guard. The guard came right up to him clean. A lot of safeties just try to run around that. He hit the guy with hat and hands, shed it, made the tackle. And I was like, and it was an aggressive, strong tackle. The third down on George Kittle. I've never, I haven't seen anybody you know, go man to man against him and, and, you know, come out successfully. So those are just like, it's just a, every time he goes in, he makes something happen. And so uh, I, I don't know uh, what they're going to do, but I'd like to see him get more snaps. Well, to me, he is a gamer, right? Isn't that what you used to call guys like Ryan Neal back in the day? He is a gamer for whatever reason. Maybe he doesn't show it in practice or something. I don't know why they don't just uh, stick with him with, in terms of playing time more often and earlier in the season. I mean, I just, I tell the story about Richard Sherman all the time. I went to Seahawks training camp and you line up, you take a picture with the players after practice. And, and um, Richard was one of the players. It was like his second season, I think, or third season. And I said to him, like, I love the way you came on last year. And he looked at me dead in the eye and he goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. He was like so intense, so fiery, you know, and not that our guys aren't or something, but I just mean like that, kind of gamer mentality guy who is, is is talking that way to some fan who's just trying to take a picture with him. We need guys like that, you know, and Ryan Neal, I think yeah. fits with that bill. And so let's, you know, keep him in there, Pete. Right. 
Isn't that yeah. what you're putting in the suggestion box around him? The- I mean, you know, Sid looked good. Sidney Jones looked good. Okay, um, yeah. Talk about him. I mean, yeah, first yeah. first uh, real game he, action for him. He was in there challenging guys. And, uh, and you know, the the one thing, I guess, if we're talking defense, just on on the, uh, the long play to Debo, you know, that's – Jamal's got to run with that guy. Um, you know, I know there was – he was – look back like hey where's the corner corner's driving that first vertical so when the corner drives that if your man takes you to the flat you got him wherever he goes if he goes up vertical now now you got to take you gotta run with him so that's um you know i i don't i didn't go back and rewind the play but he probably had his eyes in the backfield um because you're you, you're not going to get help from the corner on that well there's driving. always you know, a lot of fans have questions about Jamal's coverage. It's been talked about. We talked about it last year. I mean, is that was that an issue there? I, I think he was just eyes in the backfield. And so it's not that he can't run with that guy or didn't know that he was supposed to run with that guy. Is that, you know, why we love Jamal is because he's a heat-seeking missile. So, yeah. you know, you not put up with some things like that because there's half the time he's out there jarring a ball loose with a big hit and, like, intimidating being an enforcer out there, right? That was, so, I mean, finally, like that was that was one of those plays where I was like, okay, there we go. That's yeah. that's now I can forget about that uh, roughing the passer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you know, I, I think what I did like, they left him in the deep middle a couple times, and he he looked great back there, instinctive. Um, and the closer he gets to the ball, the the better he is. But I mean, I think the switch up is is ultimately what led to the digs interception. Um, so, okay. Well, I, I, so, so, sorry, go ahead. Well, I told you, I was like, yo, I don't know why we don't bring Diggs into the box. Cause he's a very instinctive, um, you know, coverage guy, you know, so he gets in the hook. He's, he's a lot like cam, like in, in terms of how they read the zones and route recognition. And that's why like we left Earl, you know, back. It wasn't because of the size. Um, Earl could go sideline to sideline and Cam could too. But if you're going to ask Cam at 220 pounds to do that over and over and over, it's a lot. And, um, and he showed, you know, an exceptional um, ability to make plays on the ball from the hook. And so what he did, what Diggs did right there was just Cam Chancellor ask, walk down real slow. So the quarterback doesn't even see him. And he was just reading eyes. He, the quarterback looked left and, and he broke, you know, to his right quarterback's left and, and just broke on it beautifully. Well, so you would say after this game that you are fill in the blank about the Seahawks defense, you're encouraged. Do you think this is a step in the right direction? Yeah. I mean, on, on some of the things that, that I saw, I still the run game is concerning because if the run game's there, that's when you go into any matchup, you take away the run because that's the easiest way for them. To, the, the more times the team throws the ball, it's like you see guys with 50, 60, you know, pass attempts. They don't usually win, you know, because more things go wrong the more times you put it in the air. So if you can control the ground game, then you're good. So you want to stop the run and you want to eliminate the big play. After that, you need turnovers. And so we did not completely shut down the run. They just stopped running it because they did fall behind with uh, late in the game. Um, and a lot of that was because of Jimmy G and we'll get to that in a second, but, um, that injury really affected the way they were able to play the game. And then, you know, pass, I thought we, we did some nice things, uh, other than the one miscommunication, I, the 300 yards we gave up in passing, it was just, you know, preventing the, the loss, right. Or, you know, yeah, defense, defense at the defense end. At the end yeah. yeah. They got a lot of yards at the end, just checking it down and, and things like so that. So you're basically meh. 
on it then. I'm, I'm mad right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, then let's get to Jimmy G's injury because it, it, I think it was a huge factor, obviously. I mean, what, that his first drive, he goes, what, six for six right down the field, looks like Joe Montana. Yeah. Um, and, and doing what kills the Seahawks all the time, which is just a quick, you know, get it out of your hands. Quick that very out. West Coast style of offense, which just burns us. And But then he goes out. <laughs> And, you know, as I'm watching the game, as soon as they said he was out, I was like, well, here we go. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Because, yeah. man, I, with him in there, it didn't look great for us. Um, and, of course, the offense, our offense kicks in in the second half and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there yeah. was more than just him going out. But how big a factor was it, him going out for you? Yeah, I, I don't know if we win the game. Um you know, that's how big of a factor I think it was. Um, and, you know, I'm still on record that I'm not I'm not a Jimmy G believer, but I know that he knows how to run Shanahan's system well. And that's the biggest thing we saw when Trey Lance came in. Looks like he just doesn't have a, a clear understanding of where he needs to go with the ball right away because there were guys still open <clears throat> when uh, when he came in and he just, for whatever reason, um, was, was taking too much time to make some of his reads. And then what did he do? He's a big, awesome athlete. He started using his legs and started creating some havoc, but it was just, by that point, it was too late. So yeah, um, yeah the Jimmy G, that that injury was the biggest factor in the game. Yeah, well, the game still came down to an onside kick at the end. I mean, Trey Lance did move the ball. They scored a touchdown late. Uh, if Jimmy G doesn't come back right away, I mean, you think, I mean, what do you think about Trey Lance? Like, do you think there's a possibility he takes over for this team? Because, you know, well, I mean, the report's saying uh, Jimmy G's going to try to make it, give it a go this week. But, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. you know, you got to think. He gets hurt every year. He does. <laughs> um, but, you know, you got to think that, you know, Trey didn't get a full week of practice. Right. But, you know, those all those reps were going to Jimmy G. So, um, with that, you know, I think we'll see a much better Trey Lance if he does get the start this week because he has – he's getting all the reps. Well, uh, moving on from the game then, uh, I, unless you got anything else on that. I mean, for me, I just my, my general thought about the game, just to wrap it up for me, I guess, is just that I'm glad that we won. It was a game that you had to win. It, I don't know how much we learned about the Seahawks. I think we learned maybe that San Francisco's in trouble without Jimmy G, but I, I don't really know how much we learned from that game, to be perfectly honest. It was a huge win on the road and all of that, and you needed to have it. But I think there's still a lot of question marks about this team. That's my perspective. Would you agree? Yeah, I think that that's an accurate assessment, my partner. Um, okay. <clears throat> didn't don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. A little meh. Um, looking around the rest of the NFL here, uh, the Cardinals they dominated the team that we play next, and uh, the team that we play next is already pretty good. So, are the Cardinals the best team in football right now? It's like they're dominating everybody that we play next, and I hate it. I hate <laughs> I know, it. They're one game ahead of us. Yeah. I mean, they, they kicked Tennessee's ass, and then we had to play them. They beat Minnesota, and then we had to play them. And now they beat up on the Rams, and now we got to play the Rams. And it's like, God. So, like, yeah. we get everybody's best shot because they're all pissed off the next week because they got their ass kicked by the Cardinals. Um, yeah. So, Are I they mean, the best team in football then? Best team in football? They're the only undefeated team left. Yeah. I would have to say, yeah, they're the only undefeated left. 
That's it. Yep. Just oh, wow. the Arizona Cardinals until the 72 Dolphins, right? Can pop the champagne. Um, there's a look at the NFC West standings. We are uh, in third right now, two and two. The Rams above us at three and one and the Cardinals at four and oh. Um, I mean, they're looking great, man. They look like Kansas City with a defense. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is their defense, man. I mean, they, the addition, um, Chandler Jones back and then additional JJ, you know what? It's, and then Buddha and um, Murphy in the second year. It's like they, they got a squad over there. Yeah. Buddha, Baker, and Murphy, who the Seahawks both had a chance to draft, by the way, or the Seahawks had a chance to draft both of them, I should say. Um, Tom Brady. Let's talk about the Brady Bowl, the Brady Belichick Bowl, the Adele Bowl up in New England. The, the if I see another promo <laughs> from who was that? NBC? You didn't see those Adele promos? I How didn't. Out on there. What? And oh. he was running promos all week. There was like yeah. songs hello, called, oh, hello from the other side. Yeah, man. The Adele Bowl up there uh, in your old stomping grounds up there in New England. Um, I, I, Tom Brady breaks Drew Brees' record for most passing yards of all time. They barely even mention it on the broadcast. When Drew Brees broke the record, they stopped the game and handed him a laminated certificate. But I guess everybody just figured Brady would break it anyway, so – yeah, you know, he's on the road, so NPD. they're probably like, nah, yeah, no big deal. Like, he's on the road, but he's in New England. I know. <laughs> he broke the record against New England. I know. Um, you don't think the schedule, ma- schedule makers are looking at things like that? You know they are, right? Come on. I don't know, maybe. You didn't, did you, you didn't think about that when you were watching the game? I was wondering the whole time, like, They've got to have some sort of algorithm that tells you if he throws an average number of this and that, it might happen around week, blah, 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 blah. You don't think they do that? No, but one guy did mention it. Mike Tariqa mentioned it to Drew Brees right before the game. That was <laughs> that was tough. He's, in, he's, he's about to break your record, actually, Drew. I, <laughs> I was like, damn. Damn, Mike. <laughs> Savage. Yeah. Uh, what, what about this game, though? Did you watch it? And also, how overblown was – all of the drama leading up to it because man, it was making me sick all week last week. Yeah. And then it was, I mean, it wasn't a very exciting game. Like no. it, for all of the hype, you would have thought that, and I even said, I was like, yeah, Tom's going to go back in there. It was pouring rain, but I was like, he's going to go back in there, throw for 305 touchdowns. And uh, did he even throw for a touchdown? I don't know. I mean, it was bad. I think maybe on that last drive he did, but I don't know if he did have a touchdown actually. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, the numbers didn't look that great. Um, hey, he was out without Gronk, though. Big loss. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, Antonio Brown is still a beast. That oh, guy yeah. gets open. He dropped one in the end zone. But, I mean, that guy is still – he's still got it, man. I don't know. Why don't, 32, 33. Why don't the Seahawks throw back shoulder uh, more often? I don't understand it. Like, A.B. is making his living off of back shoulder throws. It looks – I mean, with Tyler Lockett, with D.K., yeah, I do that more often. Yeah, I mean, with, with DK size, you know, you would think that uh, you know that's that's an easy one there all day for him. And then Tyler's instincts, just knowing how to lead a guy up to the uh, you know towards the goal line and then jump back in time. I mean, he guy's got like, like I said, you know, six centers and spatial yeah. awareness. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so okay, but on a scale of one to barf. How over the Brady Belichick bowl were you by the time they played that game? I mean, the hype, it didn't, it didn't live up to the hype. I mean, I, and I know, I know Tom came down and won the game. Uh, you know, Mac Jones didn't look bad. 
uh, especially in that second half, and have an opportunity to win the game. And it just uh, the the field goal hit the up upright uh, or the yeah the the goalpost. Dong. It was loud. Uh, too. Loud. <laughs> Real loud. It was. <laughs> And every time he Nick Folk walked out there, like, yeah, he hasn't missed a kick, you know? <laughs> you know, the jinx, the whammy was on. Yeah, the, man. The I, I got to admit, uh, no matter how much I don't like the Patriots because of obvious reasons, being a Seahawks fan, uh, I I wanted them to beat Brady. I thought it would be kind of fun, and especially for the rookie. I was like, yeah, why not? That'd be kind of fun. And I I just thought also maybe Belichick would smile afterwards. I was rooting for a smile out of Belichick, but uh, no. You know. No, he's not not happy to lose a game. Come on, man. I know, no, no, no. I mean, if they would have won, maybe he would oh. have actually smiled. Like maybe his whole face would have had to crack around it. But you know, he what still I mean? he still wouldn't have smiled. Yeah. Uh, let's zone in, shall we? Zone in CBD, the best CBD in the business. It's also Lofa's company, and you guys can find it at zoneincbd.com or anywhere, uh, or sorry, Bartell Drugstores in person, up there in the PNW. Use our promo code. Believe. B-L-E-A-V. 20% off of your purchase at zoneincbd.com. You can sign up for a uh, subscription, whether it's the tanctures, <laughs> tanctures, tanctures, whatever, uh, capsules, topicals, whatever you want. It's all good at zoneincbd.com. Lofa, let's zone in on the Rams and Seahawks Thursday night, but not on the game yet. We'll do that on our preview episode. Let's zone in on the uniforms. Okay. Let's have a very Brett segment uh, because it's Thursday night football and the Seahawks like to have fun on Thursday night football. And I hope that we see some color rush uniforms or do they even do that anymore? Yeah. The what's the, what's the uh, action green? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Thursday night football has been boring so far this season. It's just sort Ooh, of like the regular uniforms. I don't know what happened to the color rush. I think I demand I don't think I demand the action green on Thursday night. What about you, Lofa Tatupu? Yeah, man. I'm 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 down for action green, especially yeah. at home. Yeah. Have you ever told the story uh of the action green on the show? Right? Isn't there some sort of story about the action green and you guys? Oh, so you know, we started that gangster shit. Yeah. <laughs> Me. yeah. See, own it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Dion, the Dion's, Dion Grant, Dion Branch, Jimmy Williams, uh, OG Jimmy Williams. We had the, we had highlighters and paint pens, like coloring our swooshes on the in like, you know, Nike man. Send me, yeah. send me some free shoes or some gear, bro. Like I gave you action green when you didn't have it. There you um, go. See, so yeah, I gotta good. give it. I gotta give it up to Jimmy, Jimmy Williams, Dion uh, Branch, and Dion Grant. They uh, they were the pioneers of that. Well, thank you guys for it because, uh, I mean, look at these pictures, by the way. These uniforms are the greatest. And also, well, I love I, – I actually do love them, but I also love how much they piss off the rest of the NFL. It's actually <laughs> one of the reasons I like them the most. So I think we should wear them, right? And I think the Rams should go full yellow. They should be full yellow, and we should be full action green. And just so, just so that all NFL fans everywhere could be upset while they're watching the game on Thursday night. Mm. No, you're not with me? Meh. Okay. All right, fine. Which is your favorite of the Seahawks alternate uniforms? Is it this one or is it the wolf gray? Wolf gray is pretty clean too. I mean, I don't it's just cool that they have these, you know, uniforms these days. Like back then we we just had the one. Yeah. Um all white was clean, but you know. The, well, this, was- this shade of blue is way better. 
what was your favorite uniform combo you ever got to wear even or got to wear even going back to like high school peewee whatever was there just like i mean you're gonna say usc probably or the seahawks no 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 usc is just too too plain Um, atlanta i didn't get to wear it i mean for practice but yeah red white and 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 black yeah i mean yeah Yeah, that black helmet's cool i like when they switch and go to the red helmet everyone oh yeah yeah that's uh things that's a good looking helmet that's true yeah yeah um besides usc and the seahawks which uh teams have the best uniforms nfl and college which other teams do you look at are you asking me i just i just told you no you said which uniform you wore that was the coolest i'm asking um, you in college you the games yeah like college like because you know notre dame has some cool uniforms oh get out of here <laughs> this is so gross you want to talk about playing that's even more yeah they got the gold helmet that's cool it's playing, but, but it's super traditional nah. well, yeah um michigan with their their uh color combo or scheme but yeah. the helmets it's that helmet that helmet's awesome yeah i don't really get it they're wolverines why do they have like horns it's weird i don't know but it's awesome <laughs> that, that's a cool uni yeah don't you dare say oregon no i'm not there's too much going on there i'm always confused yeah. like yeah. who makes those decisions i don't know probably phil knight himself probably <laughs> He's the one making all the coaching decisions anyway, probably calling in plays and stuff. He's like, he runs the whole joint over there, you know? Yeah. All right. So that's it. You don't really have an answer for me. Fine. I'll move on. I'll wrap up the show. What? I just told you. Michigan. That's your choice, Michigan. I'm not mad. The hell are you talking about Brett Davern? (laughs) What? Break us down. Break us down. All right, let's wrap the show. That's a wrap, everybody, on the show. Thanks for listening uh, this week. The email is seahawkspod at gmail.com. Let us know which uniforms you like the best. How about that? Out of uh, the pros and college and stuff like that. Because, I mean, like, the Bengals have a cool uniform, man. I'm not going to lie. I, it's not like I could root for it every week. But when I turn on the TV and see it, I the go. The new ones. The new ones. Cool looking. Yeah, or just the helmet in general. It's just cool. You know, yeah. I don't know. You guys let us know. Also, follow us on any social medias at Believe in Seahawks. Lofa, break us down. Denver's all blue was pretty dope too back in the day. I remember what, the powder from, blue? From Madden. Or the, no, not powder blue. Oh, the all navy, the Terrell Davis. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. That was dope. All right. Hands in the air. About that action, boss. Action green. <laughs> all right. Action green on three. You want it, you get it. One, two, three. Action, action green. green. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.